giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, grip stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Welcome to episode 245 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Darkbrew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from Thrill of the Wild and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. And I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. Okay, today is Sunday, September the 11th, 2016, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sonder, is there to take your questions. And hey, we've got a good show for you, great show for you today. Actually, since uh, we did episode 244, a little thing called Legion was released. And I don't know if these guys have had a chance to play around with it at all or (laughs) check it out, but (laughs) we'll find out. We'll talk about that today. Really, the question is, have you have you actually had a fine chance to take a break and stop playing and logging in and come up for air at all? Because it's just, wow, there's so much to do. So, yeah, well, I'm I'm finally getting to a point where I can I can take a bit of a break because I'm not running out of stuff to do, but nothing's urgent anymore. And I can kind of just cruise a little bit until raids open up. Yeah. Yeah, and I assume a lot of it, other than getting to 110, has sort of been focused on kind of getting geared up and, and getting ready for those opening raids, which, uh, what, uh, September 20th is when, when they'll be available. So what's the minimum? This also happens to be my birthday. Is it? Oh, congratulations. Happy I birthday. assume that's why they're releasing them on those days. <laughs> a little birthday present for me. And did they say what the minimum eye level? Is it 830 or 840 for those opening raids? I wasn't quite sure. What? So the normal drops 850 gear? Mm-hmm. But I don't, I mean, there's no minimum. Maybe there's a recommended. Yeah, I was just curious if there was a, a recommended amount. I'm trying to get, get as, as as high as I can. Uh, but but for me, it's a been a little of, bit of a race. Yeah, a lot of groups that I've heard are looking for the Raiders to get to around 840 if they can. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't seem too hard to do once you get... Uh, I think it's 810 to get into heroics. And then once you get to that point, you can start cranking out heroics and, and getting some drops there. But yeah, there was that weird spot between hitting 110 and getting up to uh, eye level 810. But I think once you get there, it's easy. And even just yeah. doing heroics, if you stay out of mythics, you get a lot of extra gear drops for the Titan Forged and Warforged. It's nice. Yeah, I got a Titan Forged uh, just before we came on the show, a chest out of uh, Black Recold. I think that was level 840 level that was pretty nice and had three stats on it so it's not not bad you know it was pretty pretty good yeah so where where are you guys sitting at now i levels come uh, up 845 yeah how about you delirium i just hit 846 uh, right Thanks. before we uh, started recording yeah, it's like I said, I'm 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 coming up the rear here. So I think I'm eight twenty-six right now, but I'm starting to get to a point where I can focus on these dungeons and, and yeah. climb up there. And you're kind of I, past that pump where it starts dropping more and more. So I uh maybe somebody can correct me on this. I think there the higher gear you have, the more chances there are that it'll be warforged or titan forged. At least that seems to be the case. Uh maybe I don't know if that's I don't know if that's the case, but it does that is for world quests though. You get higher rewards for uh you should start seeing world quest awards that have a base level of eight thirty. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's what I'm noticing now is I'm seeing a base level, not for all of them, but some of them are popping up at 830. Um, I did one world quest for bracers yesterday and got lucky and it was uh, Titan forged and actually at 850. So that was kind of nice. I was yeah, happy I got, to first, I got my first mythic Titan forged piece, which I'm led to believe means once raids open, it's going to jump up further in eye levels, mm -hmm. which that's pretty fun. So it's 850 right now, but once raids open, I guess it goes up to 855. It'll actually do that. Yeah, that's what that's what they say. Oh, wow. Huh. But yeah, it was nice to get a decent reward out of the world quest. Because I don't know about you, but the emissary caches, those those chests, I, all I get is gold and some resources. They're, they're just like probably the most disappointing thing I've, I've seen in the expansion so far. Maybe yeah, you guys have better luck. <laughs> no, no, no luck with the caches. I get resources. That's it. Yeah. Although I, I'm, I'm in need of resources right now, actually. So I need to get one of those curious coins so I could I could make the uh mechanical pet thing. The me mecha bond or whatever it's called. Oh right, yeah. Engineering pet. Yeah, there's the schematic you need one of those curious coins to buy. Oh, it. is that right? I have a curious coin yeah. and I've just been sitting in my bags. I, I I honestly I didn't really know what it was for and I've just hung on to it, thankfully. So now now that's good to know that it's it's valuable. <laughs> And I and I don't remember where I got it from, but yeah. Do you guys know anyone who got legendaries yet from from the emissaries? We have two in my guild, and all of them were within the first like two days. Like the first day they hit one ten, they had two, I think, at that point. And one of the two uh were legendaries, and nobody in my guild since then. Yeah, nobody in my guild has gotten one that I'm aware Me of. Me neither. <laughs> no one. So. So it seems like it's the chances for them to drop have gone way down since beta. A lot of people got them just from doing world quests on beta. Yeah. I don't know how the bad luck stuff works, but I have a feeling whenever it kicks in, all of a sudden everyone's going to get their first legendary. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. But yeah, but overall, I mean, it's it's this has been been a lot of fun so far. The only, the only thing I've kind of messed up on was the uh, order hall campaign, which is say I got that initial quest where you had to bring supplies, I think, to one of the the Torn people in High Mountain, and I forgot about it. I sat on it oh. for a few days, and that really put me behind. <laughs> so I have not finished my order hall campaign. I'll I'll finish it tomorrow, I believe. This is what it looks like when it'll happen. <laughs> That's good though. Yeah. So if you're starting out and you know you're just getting in into it, yeah, you know I would make a that a priority to get that done because just for no other reason than unlock that third relic slot. Yeah, if you want to do that quickly and you haven't got there yet, just make sure you um, save up 100 of the high mountain salmon, and that's probably the easiest way. Yeah, that wasn't too cheap. bad. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think what did I do with uh combination of things? Oh, I had some some ribs, a bunch of ribs. Yeah, I did the in. big gamey ribs. I just I had a billion of them. And then I made a bunch of bandages and turned those in at the end. But yeah, not hard. It's it's very, very easy part. And then other than that, the order hall campaign. Yeah, especially if you're good. playing marksmanship, you're gonna feel it when you get that third relic. Uh, do you have a life 
relic that's dropped from something yet? I do. I for what did I get? It's a. Uh, I was just trying to think. I, I did. I got a relic today. That was a, a storm relic. That was eight thirty five. I think was the, the level on that. That was nice. Nice. Yeah, I haven't had any luck with uh, any higher than heroic level uh, relics. So yeah. So, I'm but I've got with like all of mine still at eight twenty five. I think. Yeah, I've got it. So I had that. That was that came from a world quest today. It was upgraded. You know, I got lucky on that. And that proc. That was a the, and I forget what I got from it. Oh, it was just the. Uh, aspect of the turtle where you get that 12 percent healing it's okay it's not 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 great but but really the eye level yeah, on it was nice for marksmanship correct me if i'm wrong but the trade on it, it doesn't matter that much if it's an eye level upgrade right yeah i think within i mean if it's more than five eye levels or something i have a chart somewhere i can't remember who put it together but there's a good chart out there depending on what the trade is uh, pretty much if it's over, you know, over four, so five or more, then yeah, eye levels are all that matters. Eye levels but trumps if it's, it, yeah. You know, once you get to the, if it's an 825 or 830 eye level relic, then, you know, it's only one weapon eye level. Mm -hmm. So uh, then the trait matters, especially, yeah, with that one. I saw that world quest and it's the yeah aspect of the turtle. It's not helpful if you have a better 825. Yeah, I mean, like I said, and like I said, mine mine got upgraded to eight forty five, which was nice. And oh then right, I, yeah, I, yeah. So that'll yeah. definitely help. So I I keep that, and then I've got I do have a life relic that I got out of a, a dungeon, so it's an eight thirty. So I'll, I'll I'll slot that in there <laughs> as soon as I can. Yeah, so that's the one that's going to make the huge difference, and you'll see mm -hmm. your DPS just shoot up with that. Yeah, I think BM has the worst possible like potential uh, trait on the relics. It's though. The one that gives you two percent dodge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Because I have an I have an eight fifty relic with that on it, but the one I have <laughs> slotted in now is an eight twenty five, but it's not worth switching out because it has ten percent beast cleave damage on it. Ah, oh, jeez. I mean, I'm pretty sure, I, especially for dungeons, I'm gonna need like at least like ten eye level upgrade to get rid of beast cleave damage. Especially since weapon DPS for Beast Mastery is just like nothing. So yeah, so Bendik, you're your Beast Mastery and you, in your marksmanship delirium. Yep. Yeah. Well, so, I've tried I mean, a little of both survival and BM, just playing around in world quests and stuff. Yeah, I like marksmanship. I mean, I I I, I like Beast Mastery too. Like I'll I'll flip back and forth and in, in when I'm out in the world. Although I find that doing marksmanship. Uh, without Lone Wolf and where you have the pet and Black Arrow, that's actually pretty good for questing. I've, I've had pretty good luck with that and decent survivability overall. We usually mark the uh, spec, the pet tenacity, and you know it seems to do just fine out in the world. Oh yeah, yeah I, haven't really even, I haven't tried not Lone Wolf yet. I might give that a try for some farm and stuff. Yeah, there's so, definitely need to use uh, tenacity pets because the, they're just so squishy if you don't yeah so i i started leveling my third hunter uh last night i think it was i don't know you guys can it's probably in our skype chat here somewhere but uh so going back and i remember the uh the what do you call the quest for the artifact mm -hmm. i don't know what they're called anyways i did it on marksmanship and stuff that like it took a while to kill it just felt like super easy to kill now. Like it just, you know, everything seems smooth. So I don't know if it's 
something was nerfed or I'm just getting the hang of playing marksmanship a little bit better. Probably um, yeah, that. <laughs> it's starting to feel like, like a, I don't know, a more cohesive spec the more I play it. And I'm starting to forget how much I love the old specs. So I'm kind of yeah, coming that, around, I guess. Yeah, I brought a second hunter through that quest chain this morning. I don't know if it was easy or not. I felt a little squishy. I mean, the item level on that particular tune was below 700, I think. So, <clears throat> but it was okay. Yeah, I, I forgot, you know, I'm so used to with, uh, you know, back in Warlords of Draenor with the garrisons. I could mine stuff and pick right. herbs and do enchanting all on one tune that, you know, didn't have those professions. And now <laughs> that's not the case anymore. So it's like, oh, I've got to start moving on some of these other uh, characters just to get some of the resources so I don't have to spend gold on on everything. Yeah, especially ore is just so expensive. Yeah, I mean, you, what, what, you now your professions are we all engineers and leather workers? Is I I think when we talked about that a couple few on an earlier show, we we realized that we all had those two on our yeah, mind. I, I dropped engineering. Did you? Yeah, as I want just profession or uh, gathering professions here at the beginning. I might switch back to engineering once raids start, but at the beginning, the gathering professions are just too strong. That's just too great, and I think. Uh, Legion is the expansion for gathering professions, which have obviously been second tier for quite a while. For warlords, anyway, yeah. I've got mining engineer on one and alchemy uh, herbalism on the other one. And the other ones are too low to have professions yet. And I guess there's not as much of a penalty anymore for, for dropping a profession in that you can craft the new items correct you can craft yeah, all the high level yeah. Stuff. i think once you get past you need to get up to 100 skill points in the profession and then you get all your world quests and stuff and, mm -hmm. and there's a a little item you can buy now which gives you back any recipes you learned from a quest so especially the legion recipes if oh, you, cool. you know anything you did on a quest so you can switch back and forth and i think i don't know it's 800 a thousand gold something like that not much these days yeah i mean i'm on dark i haven't dropped anything but i really haven't gotten into the professions too much yet i haven't worked i haven't done really anything with engineering i mean i've been doing the world quests and things for um leatherworking you know just just the profession quests in general which just now don't seem to end <laughs> as far as i can tell there's really not much to for engineering that's at least right now when it's so expensive mm -hmm. um you know, you still got all your old perks, but the new stuff is just like, like the new bot Reeves. He can be like a repair bot or a Blinktron. Yeah. Or I think he'd be like a versatility feast and stuff like that. But you have to spend ore just to summon him instead of a cooldown. And right now it's on my realm, the ore price, it's like 400 gold just to summon this bot. Yeah, yeah I haven't looked. That's, that's crazy. Especially, you know, when Jeeves isn't broken. I mean, you can still use that. No. In fact, you could probably go and still make the old repair bots that existed. I mean, if oh, you yeah, wanted for sure. to. Oh, yeah, I've still had to go back to my old garrison to uh, recraft some stuff. Mm -hmm. So I still have my engineering uh, building there. But since I mean, I engineering, I have to use the goblin glider kits from garrisons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were some like old Wrath of the Lich King repair bots, I think. I mean, you could just go and farm some Serenite ore and craft a bunch of those and keep those around if you wanted to. 
but yeah, but overall, oh, gosh, what was I going to ask? I was going to ask you guys something, and it's it's it slipped my mind. I mean, there's so much going on. Um, but 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 pets. I mean, let's talk about pets a little bit. I haven't gotten any. So the ability, I haven't crafted the device to make the allow you to tame mechanical pets, and I haven't really looked to see what it would cost to buy it on the on the auction house. I assume you can find it there. But if if it, any of you spent any time with mechan doing mechanical pets at all, or questing for those, or taming those. Yeah, I picked up a few of them. It's as for buying it on my realm, they they only go for like eight k or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, they're not that they're not expensive to craft. So you might as well just make your own. Yeah, because uh, I remember like originally I thought, oh, blood of Sargeras is gonna be so so hard to get these without without gathering professions. Now I'm just like I don't even know what to do with them all. I think I've like 150 of them, and I don't wow. even wow. have anything to do with them. Yeah, I don't have that many. I have about 40 or, or 50, I think. But uh, yeah, they don't seem that hard to get. I guess the more dungeons you run, you, I'm finding them in dungeons now and, and, and out in the world and stuff like that. So, Which is good, right? Because I mean, that, that did seem to be a concern, especially if you had double crafting professions, you know, that you might be out of luck. But yeah, I, I think you're right. It doesn't seem to be a problem thus far. Oops. Um, I tamed the uh, spirit moose. That guy's pretty cool. Is but he I was lucky because I... Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. You were lucky I was because saying I was lucky because I tamed him very early. Like it mm -hmm. was like, it was like day one or day two of the expansion, before everyone saw other hunters with it, and then I had to go <laughs> find it. Yeah, and and he's just on a fairly long, uh, longish respawn timer, correct? I mean, there's nothing special about him other than that. No, just yeah, I don't know what the time is. It's two plus hours, mm -hmm. somewhere two to two to six maybe. Um, you can. You can uh, still realm hop, but uh, in order to move realms, you have to, the person you're jumping with or the grouping with has to be in the same zone. So if you go to like the looking for group and then browse for questing, right? Look for people who are who are in Stormheim, then you can swap realms that way. Okay. You try to find that's how I found it. Yeah, I haven't tried to get him yet. I did get, you know, one of the mana sabers, like the uh, the indigo colored one. That one's not hard to find. I guess there's there's two versions of that one that's just kind of sitting out there with a very short respawn timer. He's just a rare mob, and then another one that's kind of stealth somewhere. I really I looked a little bit for that one, didn't find it, and just went and got the other one. Yeah, the one I've been using the most is the tortoise mm -hmm. look like turtle, just because you need the turtle for. Just that shell shield is so helpful for world quests and stuff. And he's cool. Now he's just what sort of a rare, like you have to just go to Suramar, kill some turtles, and then eventually he shows up. Hopefully, he's not. He's not a rare. He's yeah, there's just, lots of uh, them. Yeah. Oh. If there's none up, just kill other turtles. And okay. Whenever a regular spawn turtle spawns, yeah, there's a chance that it's one of those basically. Mm -hmm. So I've gotten a few questions. Though I feel like the, the 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 pet models and everything they've done for this expansion are really really nice. I mean, I almost want to redo my entire stable <laughs> at this point. I mean, kind of, I you know, I just haven't taken the time to go out and tame some things. But there's so many things that I would like. I mean, obviously there's spirit moose, but even like a regular moose would be kind of cool. Yeah. I think to 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 have around. There's the one, just so. And the one thing that's really awesome now is the the glyph of the dire stable. Mm -hmm. Now that like like I tried it on the beta, obviously, but now that I have it with all my pets that i've tamed for the last 10 years it's just cool every time i use darby's to see another cool pet from my stable yeah yep. it's just like a constant rotation of all my pets 
Yeah, and then there's that orb you can get to from from Mimiron, um to change Hattie into into your current pet, which is kind of I know you, I saw you playing around with that. So I've seen people running around with Hattie in like demon form, which I guess we'll assume yeah. we'll get nerfed at some point. <laughs> Murloc form, mm -hmm. cockroach form, yeah. That's too funny, but that 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 was a nice little quest. I mean, it wasn't too bad to get that there. I think there was one section in High Mountain where the mob you needed to kill was not always up a hundred percent of the time, so you kind of had to go. And I had to. It took me a little while to get that one, the one that drops off. I think the Seaborn Mystics, I guess. And if you go to that section in High Mountain. Um, there's different sets of, of NPCs that will be spawning there at any given time. Oh, right. It changes with the time, doesn't it? I'm or not sure. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I've read different things. Someone, some people suggested, you know, going to check on, on the hour, like right, right on the top of the hour. But I don't know if that's the case or not. But yeah, it was a little strange. I don't know why they, they, they designed it that way or what the purpose of that was. But yeah, that that's the that was like the hardest piece to get just because the the NPCs you needed weren't weren't always there. But what else? So I mean, does anyone here? Do you guys have favorite zones or anything? Things you like about the, the some of these zones in particular? I think they're very well designed. I mean, I think they've got a good feel for various elements from 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 World of Warcraft. Yeah, I really like Suramar. Um, it's a really cool place. Yeah, I love the quests there. Yeah, I think I've finished just about all of them there. I mean, that's a, I like that zone too. Although I'm getting kind of tired of all the the trying to avoid the sentries <laughs> inside the city. Uh, that, that's Something's not quite right. Yeah, that's that's getting that's starting to get a little bit old. And I don't know if you progress if you once you get to a higher reputation, if that they just leave you alone after a while. I don't know if that's just going to be like that every time you go in there. No, it's always like that, but we're hunters, so we got feign death at least. We do, we, we do. deal with them. Yeah. There's plenty of water you can kind of disengage into to get away and stuff like that. But yeah, it's just annoying. Yeah, well, what's annoying, what I find is problematic is if you're running around with a pet, sometimes the pet will get in the radius. <laughs> like, I'll, I won't be inside it, but my pet will be inside it, and that will trigger it sometimes. But other than that, liked, Sir, Sir, go ahead. I liked Valshara a lot. That was the first mm -hmm. one I did. And I'm currently just started in High Mountain. And it seems pretty, but the, the you know, Tauran Moose people, they talk so slowly and dull. <laughs> it's kind of ruining my, my like, zest for the zone, if that makes sense. Because they just sound like they're bored, so it's hard for me to get excited about it. Yeah, I think High Mountain High Mountains by far the most beautiful of the art. Mm -hmm. But uh but yeah, the questing there was pretty dull. Yeah, no, yeah, High Mountains except for the Rexar thing. That got me excited. <laughs> oh yeah, we 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 were talking about that at the beginning of the before we really went on air. So yeah, the Rexar quest, which is part of the order campaign to get where you get Rexar as one of your followers. And Synth, both you and I struggled with that one a little bit. At least I couldn't quite figure out exactly what I was supposed to do there. Oh. And for those that haven't done it, Rexar, basically, he wants to make sure that you know how to survive out in the world. And so you have to spend a night in High Mountain where basically you have to just sort of cut down a tree, kill a boar, and then cook the meat over over a fire. 
And then you have to eat the meat, which was the part that threw me off. I didn't realize I was supposed to go into my bags and, and eat this, eat the the boar steak that you that I cooked. Well, I think what um what messed a lot of people up was the fact that uh, when you start the quest, it deletes all of the previous items you had in your inventory mm -hmm. <laughs> that you use in the quest. So, yeah, yeah that's uh, like I said <laughs> at the beginning, it was embarrassingly uh, many number of times that I had to do it. But you know that that and he threw through and he mentioned like you know getting wood, getting meat, and stuff about berries, like in in the in yeah, which is this berries. Yeah, and I couldn't find berries for the longest time because I thought, okay, so maybe there's two kinds of berries that I can like get in a pinch. But but uh, I finally found the trick for it, which is get like two pigs at a time and then mm -hmm. together. So if anybody still needs to do that quest, that's what you do. Don't do it one at a time. Get as many pigs as you can get, and then go back and clear trees when you can. Yeah, I did it. There were like two other people doing it. So there were lots of pigs, but hardly any trees. So it was really difficult for me to get the timing right to get uh, get enough trees to to complete it. So. But yeah, and as B.M. Yeager says, they're champions, not not followers. Yes, champions. Yeah, the one thing I don't like is that you can only have five out of the eight active at one time, and so. I think in an what interview. What the hell's they... with my archers? It's like, are these guys just dying on me? They're supposed yes. to be standing back, not like up yep. in the front lines. I mean, come on. What uh, what champions have you guys been using for your for your uh, like bodyguard or ally? I... I keep forgetting to take one with me. <laughs> so I started out with uh, Hemet Nezingwary. I brought him along for a while. Um, he was okay. Yeah, I said because his ability didn't. I mean, his ability sounded amazing, right? You know, would he come out and just take one shot and forty-two percent of whatever the mob's health? I don't know if he does that anymore. I don't think he does that anymore. He's not quite as powerful. No, last I checked, I don't know if they might have fixed it by now, but last I checked, he does no damage now. Because I guess they figured it was too strong on like the like the you know those world quests where it's like right. a mini boss. Yeah, exactly. But. You know, I get that, like, maybe just nerf it for that, but not the entirely. Maybe they just have to wait for a patch to fix it. Mm -hmm. So I, instead, I took the the Night Elf with the volley ability. Oh, how is that is, one? It is it's pretty strong. It's mm -hmm. like uh, it's like a three-minute cooldown, and you, so you just gather up a bunch of mobs, and then it just volleys them down. It's pretty neat. I don't really like having the bodyguard out, just because they seem to get in the way yeah. more, than, more often than not, you know? Yeah, yeah, especially I, in Suramar. Yeah. So, yeah, I forget who, yeah, exactly where I had problems. I brought that, and I can't remember her name, but she's the, the gnome hunter that you get as part of the Hemet Nezingwary quest where you train her up to be a hunter. Yeah. So I've been running around with her, and as you said, you can't dismiss them as far as I can tell. So I was trying to, I was trying to tame one of those mana sabers, that one, and she kept, <laughs> she kept shooting it <laughs> and interrupting my tame. So I finally had to stop and let the uh yeah let the mana saber kill her and then i could go on and tame it <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but other yeah. than that I, I like the idea of having having the bodyguard so i've been running around with her she, you know she's she's not too bad but i might try i don't know which one is the i forget the i forget the names of all these they're supposed to be great champions but other than like rexar and Hemet, i i don't remember the names of any of them <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm using the gnome explicitly because one of my friends th- yeah. I think she's more annoying than even Tracer in uh, Overwatch. So mm-hmm. uh, obviously that's my choice. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm forgetting. I think but I'm gnome... probably gonna take Rexar so he won't be bored. Mostly so I can <laughs> I have think... Misha. I think the gnome, uh, you get like a five percent rep bonus when she's with you. So that's kind of helpful. Oh, I didn't wait. notice that at all. That's cool. Yeah, if that's yeah, I didn't true. notice that either. Yeah. If that's true, I'm definitely keeping her then. Yeah, because you definitely you have to start 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 thinking about um, your Suramar rep because you have to get eight thousand of twelve thousand, like towards revered in order to um, to unlock the the dungeons there. Right. So there's what two dungeons there? I mean, what um, what levels do those unlock? Well, it's rep. It's based on reputation. reputation. It's not levels. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, so do you have to be revered then, or close to revered? And is 8, it the 000, same for both? So eight thousand rep. Yeah. Okay. Into revered. Into revered. Or sorry, like from honored to revered. Yeah. So about halfway in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that rep it just seems slow going. <laughs> Well, you got to make sure to do all the world quests in Suramar, yes. and then you have to do the that scenario, um, mm-hmm. which you can do every three days, and that you get four hundred twenty-five rep from that. And that's pretty cool. And obviously, you know, I forget what's the so yeah for the scenarios where it's actually a lot of fun. Um, you know, you've just got it. The, the obviously the thing to do is to to store up as much of that ancient man as you can, and go in there with as many of the. Uh, the the uh, you know as big an army as you could possibly get right yeah you need to as you quest through Surmar and there's some treasures there too that increase your mana cap mm-hmm. so once you get it up to two thousand then you can have the biggest army and then it's just like a breeze in there the thing that like the first few times I did it, it was cool because I would always get these new treasure chests but now then I I learned that those chests are one time deal so I went into oh, they the, are. Okay. I went in today and there was no chests because I already got them. So all I could do was get my score to the max and then leave. But it was fun those first few times. <laughs> yeah, I did not realize those chests were, were a one-time deal. <clears throat> but yeah, I wonder about the world quests. I mean, they're they're fun, and but I'm just, you know, because I talked to some people because when people ask me, well, well should I do them outside of the, you know, the emissaries? And the answer is absolutely yes. Um, but, you know, you don't necessarily have to do them all, but I mean, you could just spend a lot of time. <laughs> I mean, I think those the, uh, quests. the artifact power ones are, are definitely yeah. worth doing. Yep. Yep. And then what, yeah, emissary ones are worth doing anything that has gear higher than what you have currently. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's kind of a waste of time compared to doing dungeons. Like the, the ones that give the, gold, it's such a little amount of gold yes. compared to today's inflation. You do get some rep for doing those for whatever zone you're in, you're tied to. And it, it's not a huge amount, but it helps a little bit. Yeah, the the ones that are to kill mini bosses, the danger and the wanted ones, those are worth doing because they're simple. You just go there and there's chances are there's going to be other people fighting it. Correct, yeah. And it's the, those give the most rep too. They're just easy to do. 
And I like the fact that there's they're they're varied. I mean, there's 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 you know a lot of variety. The uh, I, and some of the ones for the Kieran tour aren't bad. The 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 one puzzle one is really annoying. Where you if, if you've done that, where you get the it draws the grid, draws the little pattern on the ground, and then you got to trace it out when. I thought that was pretty done. fun. I liked doing. It's not it. too bad. It's frustrating. There's one where it's underneath the water. <laughs> And it was that was harder for me. Oh, I haven't had that one yet. Yeah, out near uh, the shore in the high mountain, you know, near this one of those areas where you, it's near where you do get that one quest that turns you into the murloc, and you fight all the, all those crabs and stuff like that. Yeah, I also thought uh, the Kirintor bubble quests were kind of fun because you can yes. disengage between them if you mess up, or use your goblin glider, mm -hmm. or you can just skip yeah. the bubbles and go find the thing on your own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one thing uh, worth noting too is the you know those tower quests. Um, they're like in PvP zones. Mm -hmm. um, I guess it depends on your server. Like if you uh, if you have a balanced population, it might be, there might be more trouble than it's worth in terms of dealing with PvP. But uh, like on my server where it's like all alliance, that thing is just like it's so easy. Just go in there and get like those things refresh every two hours or three hours. And they always have like 300 artifact power or something like that. Plus you get honor points doing them. Just from doing those tower quests, I'm like honor level 15. <laughs> and I haven't even killed a single player. Oh, that's so funny. It's, it's, it seems yeah, weird. I've only done a few of those, but there are lots of players in them on our realm. Yeah, I guess I'm lucky then. Just, there's just alliance there. I'll have to go check that out. I don't know what mine would be like on uh, on my server, but yeah, I haven't done any of the, any of the PvP uh, those, those world quests. But I might have to check check that out too. But I hope that you know. I guess they're going to continue with the world quests. I wonder if some of the rewards and things. I guess will if they'll have it so it'll continue to scale up throughout this expansion. I think that would be nice. Otherwise, they would just be not worth doing. You know, it's a trade off, right? Because that's the one thing I look at. It's like, well, if there's something I might get tired of doing sooner than later, it might be those world quests. Yeah, if I... I mean, yeah, there's it gets pretty tiresome. Like, like that. That's why I'm just slowly ramping down. Like now, it's just mm -hmm. artifact power ones and emissary. Because even the gear ones, they've stopped um, giving upgrades. Like, I kind of do hope once they release the raids and they um, get rid of the high level 850 cap. Hopefully that stuff can still go above that. So then I would still do it just for that little chance of getting something. Yeah, I think that would be nice, you know. And, and same yeah. thing with the with the dungeons too. I assume that they'll yeah. they'll continue. To, well, I don't know if the dungeon rewards will will go up, but maybe you know, it maybe oh, they they'll will. be. A, they will. They I think the way it works is, say, you, the item has a chance to Warforge. So Warforge mm -hmm. is five levels, and then it rolls again. If it Warforges again, it keeps going and going until the roll fails. Fails. Okay. So, yeah. So you can go all the way up to 895 if you're, like, beyond lucky. Even from a normal dungeon, I think. I think. Yeah, well, you had mentioned happen. you had run a normal dungeon, you know, just to help some people out and got lucky and got like a small upgrade out of that, you know, yeah. even though, you know, sort of looking at it in previous expansions, that would never have happened, <laughs> you know, the way it was designed. 
Yeah, and even now, like doing your heroic daily for the artifact power, you, there's mm-hmm. always going to be a chance that you get some kind of upgrade in there. So it's not it's a lot less of a chore, I find. I agree. I like these dungeons too. I mean, so far, I mean, they've all been they've all been pretty good. They're not not too bad. <clears throat> yeah, I think my favorite overall, just I think the environment is Halls of Valor. Is it? Yeah, definitely. It's great. I love the uh, the outdoor area they've got where you go for for Fenrir and all that. I just love how they designed that. It just looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, that whole dungeon's really nice. And then as for like encounters, I really like the. I forget what Sirmar Dungeon is, but one of them at the end, you you disguise yourself and you like <laughs> infiltrate like this party, and you have to like talk to people and discover clues to find out who the spy is. I thought that was kind of like a neat little alternative to doing trash. <laughs> it's just something neat because you have to like you talk to someone and they're like, oh, they they uh they don't like wearing gloves or <laughs> they're wearing a light colored vest or something like that. So you got the whole party just running around looking at everything, saying, "Oh, I think it's this one. Nope, it's this one." That's fun. I haven't I haven't gotten that far yet. So, but that sounds that sounds cool. I like the fact that they try different things. Um, the one I think that's just from environment and and looks, I think my favorite is probably Maw of Souls. I think that just that thing looks amazing. I just like being on the uh, on the boat. I mean, we yeah. now the first time I did it on normal. It was very glitchy, and for whatever reason, when we were in the interior of the ship, we were pulling like the entire, every every mob on the deck was seemed to be coming after us. I don't know why. That would be and your barrage. I don't think it was. I was not using barrage at that. That was like oh. post barrage, <laughs> so that was not me, uh, and I'm not sure. And I was like, oh gosh, uh, but I was, I was. It was in a pug too, and I said, oh, you know what? I know that someone. They're going to blame me. <laughs> they're going to blame the hunter, and I'm going to get kicked out of here. But it, it, that didn't happen. But I was worried about that. <laughs> but I think that's a gorgeous looking dungeon. I mean, you know, if you stare at the waves on the boat long enough, you, you, I think you can actually get seasick <laughs> if you try hard enough. Well, they've been doing a lot of new, different, trying new things this expansion. And I think a lot of them are really working. So hopefully they'll will keep. But we do have a question from Garbwire. You know, put it in the chat for you guys about Beast Cleave, if it's working or not, because he's having some issues with it. I think other people have had that. Beast Cleave. Um, it's working fine for me. I don't know what to say. I was just using it like an hour ago. Um, they did. They there was like a little bit of a nerf to it, but that was like a week ago or more. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that. Yeah, I he's, he's also saying that uh, his AOE damage is low. I don't. That doesn't seem right because for me in dungeons, like, except for maybe like Windwalker monks and some other melee classes, if they have good gear, no one can keep up with my uh, AOE damage. Especially since I unlocked the second golden trait, it's just like ridiculous AOE damage. I mean, the only thing I can think of is maybe um, the bite um, on on the pet spellbook is disabled from autocast or something like that. I mean, do you think that would impact that at all? Yeah, that would definitely impact it if the autocast is turned off. Yeah, which I don't understand why it is even turn offable. <laughs> yeah, I have a weak or that tells me if it gets gets turned off because I've had it randomly turn off before. 
So I'm leveling marksman, so I don't actually know. Mm-hmm. But Garbwire says there's no buff coming up. Do you? Is there supposed to be a buff that comes up for Beast Cleave? Um, I think it's if there is, it's just on the pet. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think it used to be on the hunter right back in Warlords. I mean, this maybe it was just. Well, then it I is. Had... It is on the hunter. Yeah, it must be. I, then. I, I mean, I think I used to had a weak aura. There was. I just remember in Warlords, I had an indicator that you know Beast Cleave was active and could see it as a timer for how long you know to you know, <clears throat> which was helpful in trying to to maintain it. Uh, but I, I don't know that I've noticed it this time around and it maybe i just need to set up a week or, or or if something's changed or not i'm not sure <clears throat> but from that standpoint for the times where i have played beast bastard yes i don't see anything i i haven't seen an indicator to know that uh beast cleave was happening i just assumed that it was he says thunderclap was off no idea why so that's not a basic attack that's the uh tenacity pet mm-hmm. threat generator you gotta just look for bite claw or smack so one of the other new things that they added was this multi-tap on mobs and i've had different discussions with people but i think it's overall a good thing i mean have you guys experienced any problems with that mm. from people just you know tapping and then running away and you know yeah i definitely get a lot of that or even people who are low level tapping and they Mm -hmm. can't do much dps so the health of the mob goes up and it just (laughs) takes me longer to kill it yeah i've I've had uh, some occasions where people tap it and they just run away i've had like sometimes where a dot class will come in and they'll just dot everything Mm -hmm. i'm fighting and run away and if i'm like in a grumpy mood i'll just feign death and let them let them chase them i have done that before where i've seen someone and i've like you know just feigned and and gotten out of there i mean i've also gone into a situation and just you know full-on barrage and you know tag as much as i can although i do try and kill everything that that i hit right i mean i won't tap something and then then leave but if i see people and I have seen a few occasions where someone's like intensely just tap something just to get the credit and not really helping out to do anything more than that. But I'd say overall, it's it's better than the alternative, which is to have to fight people for mobs and and and, and credit, you know. So I think I think it, it's it's not perfect, but I think it's better than you know not having it. I think overall, it's uh, overall it's a good addition to the game. Yeah, there's no there's none of those those quests those bottlenecks. Mm-hmm. Or people are just spamming their AOE on spawn locations and stuff like that. That's why I like that. Usually, like, but for the most part, I see people cooperating. Like, yes. If I see someone fighting a group of mobs, I'll like send my pet in, and then I'll misdirect all the surrounding mobs into their mob, mm-hmm. and we'll just AOE <laughs> them all down. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen more more good behavior. They're bad, but I know some people have been. Uh, especially one of, one of my friends who's, who's a tank and he just feels like, uh, you know, I think he even quests sometimes in his, his tank spec and just feels like he's got to do all the work. <laughs> but mostly I think it's been pretty good. Um, I I did notice, though, that, for example, if like uh, you doesn't really work for members of the opposite faction. So if someone's like a horde and they've hit something, yeah. then you don't right. you don't get credit for that, which is too bad. I wish they had not not done it that way, but that's probably my biggest complaint if I have any kind of complaint at all with that is that ah 
it is faction specific. <laughs> I'd rather be a complete free for all. Because it is a way that you can get some of these things done very quickly. You know, if there's especially now when there's enough people out there doing some of these world quests and things like that, that it's actually pretty good. So uh does the multi-tap not work for I, I thought it worked for rare spawns and, and certain ones that are um uh you know, the ones that uh reward you garrison or order resources. Is that not I think you're right. Yeah, I think some, some, I think the rare mobs it doesn't matter. It's not faction related. I think it's just some of the general general NPCs out there that you won't get credit for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think if the the, um, the bonus objectives also uh, is uh, multi tap faction wide mm -hmm. or uh, sorry, um, fa non faction specific, right? I don't. Oh, I, I, no, I've definitely seen world quests and stuff where the small mobs were faction specific. Yeah, oh, okay. the small mobs are absolutely are faction specific. I think the bigger ones are, are probably not. So if you have to kill like a named mob or something, I think it, it doesn't matter as much. Gotcha. That's good. And so, you know, the rare, rare mobs are good. I don't know if their loot has a chance to scale up or not. I'm, I haven't it's, seen it scale up. It doesn't so seem like a it. Cap. Yeah, there's so, a cap on it. I believe the stuff from rare those vignette mobs and quests like mm -hmm. regular quests i think the cap is i want to say like 793 or something i for, or like maybe it's 804 it's somewhere in that area you can't because they didn't want you saving up all your quests and then going and doing them all and right getting crazy warforged quest rewards mm -hmm. and that makes sense and same thing with saving up all those you know elite mobs too and, and waiting till you were like max level to to start taking those on i think sometimes like when we're doing the tapping that you can't loot it and you don't get anything from it i never know whether to blame a glitch or if that's something else because it seems like there's a lot of little glitches that go on but maybe i'm just not doing something right it's they're just like Little glitches all over the place. It's very strange. Well, if you can't loot it and you hit it, there's a good chance that someone on the opposite faction hit it first. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, because um, with the uh, with the change in multi-tap, isn't it so uh, your pet, even if you do zero damage on it, uh, your if your pet's done damage, it it also counts for you now. Yeah. Well, I hadn't heard that. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not just things like looting, but it's it's like the Rexar thing when I was doing that, the glitch. It's kind of like a phasing glitch or something because, you know, sometimes it would let you keep your, your wood and your, your raw meat, and sometimes it wouldn't, and sometimes uh, quests will just, like, fade out and stuff like that. It's just a little weird sometimes. I mean, it's really great. I'm enjoying the expansion. It's just sometimes there's just, like, a little thing that, that doesn't work, and I don't know why. Then. Yeah, I think when leveling, I had a lot of little glitches like that. I, I'm now noticing as I look back in my uh, guild slack, <laughs> I was complaining about it a bit. But now that at max level stuff, I haven't had that problem now for a week or so. Yeah, I'm not max level and I won't be for a while, so yeah. that's probably it. But 
I love that app though. That is really great. Oh, the mobile app. Yeah, I wish, I wish, yeah we should talk about that a little bit. I mean, I, I love it too. I, I think it's easier to uh, manage my missions and some of those things with that than it is with the uh, the actual in-game interface. <laughs> I wish you could have them both open at the same time. Yeah, I've often thought that. Uh, I've actually logged out of the game, opened mm-hmm. the app, <laughs> completed a mission, and then logged back into the game because I was in the middle of a zone and I didn't want to, um, you know, to gear or not garrison, uh, dollar run portal back and then and then try to fly all the way back there. Right. <laughs> it's been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it really, it really has. I mean, you can open the world map. You can see all the world quests there, which ones you can filter them by what, what gives you gear or resources and stuff. I was like, oh, gosh. Speaking of the, that stuff, um, have you guys been using that um, that add-on world quest tracker? I haven't. Um, and what is it? How does that one function? What does it do? I know Roger is. He swears by it. Yeah, it just lets you see all the rewards at a glance when you open okay. up the world map. Mm-hmm. And you can track world quests. So what you can do is just like click all the ones that you're interested in, and then go to a flight path, and it'll show them wherever the nearest flight path is to that world quest. So you can kind of just, you know, fly there, do that one, use your that whistle thing to go back to a flight path and mm-hmm. it's just really simple. You don't have to keep referring to your map over and over again. Oh, that's nice. I, I'll, I'll have to check that out because that's what I do. I refer to my map over and over again and then um, I've got was it the Handy Notes add-on which puts all sorts of stuff on the map and so it's hard to see exactly where all the flight points are. <laughs> but I'll have to, I, that would be good. Um, that would be very helpful to have. So I think I've got all the flight paths open at this point. Speaking of lots of stuff on your map, something that didn't occur to me until today that I wish I would have done a long time ago when I was leveling, the uh, I had to turn off some of the hunter tracking on my mini map because mm-hmm. yeah. it covers up all the treasures. So I would like see a treasure on there, mm-hmm. and then once I got close, it would just be covered by uh, pictures of mobs and stuff. I forgot I could turn that off. It's quite nice now yeah, to have yeah. a map I can see. Yes. Yeah. I had to turn that stuff off to find the ancient mana stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't like to use too many add-ons, but I definitely need a coordinates add-on like TomTom or something like that, just because I've spent so much time, you know, the problem is the map is, you know, two-dimensional, yet the locations for things as they appear on the map are for like are three dimensionals and god forbid something should be in a cave somewhere (laughs) oh i have a story about that uh (laughs) so the um the fevered letter i believe it's a random world drop in um high mountain and uh and i got that quest and it was red and so i figured okay maybe it and and so in there's a muck snout cave i think with uh where, where you can mount up but it's it's full of those uh what are those things that you're not supposed to take the candles of um cobalt yeah. cobalt thank you um and and so there's an area with a bunch of um rope bridges and they're a bunch of 110 elites and and i was at like 104 <laughs> or something so i figured okay um there you know and, and i did a slash target a fevered explorer and I, I got it on my mini map but i couldn't find him and 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 so um i came back at like 109 108 109 and I still I spent a good hour and a half uh, looking for this guy, and then I said, you know what, I give up. 
uh, I went on a Wowhead. Turns out he's on top of the stupid mountain. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, two D, two D map, three D, three uh, D objectives. Yes. Yeah, I have to leave actually... Wowhead open in a different monitor the whole time. I can't find any of these guys. Well, they yeah, put a little the icon tom-tom. over the over the dot. So if there's like a tiny little triangle on top of the dot, that means it's above you. And if there's a tiny triangle under the dot, it means it's below you. Uh, yeah, the problem was I couldn't, I couldn't see it. I, I, it. Like for this particular one, I, I did a slash target and there was no triangle up or down. So I was very confused. <laughs> oh, anyway. And what were you saying about TomTom, uh, Bandai? Yeah, if, if you get that out on the comments for like any wowhead quests will have someone will put like the tom tom command that you can just copy paste it's like slash way and then the coordinates and just that's what i do for all this because like especially if it's high mountain like you guaranteed it's going to be like either some crazy mountain path or a cave yeah that's the the worst one yeah yeah (laughs) is high comments and you go to the comments and get the waypoint not for the mob but for the either the cave entrance or the mm-hmm. start of the path <laughs> yeah that and you know it's, it's well i said it's probably a little late because i've done most of the quests but i have other other tunes that i will you know i don't remember exactly where these things are so i'm gonna have to have to get that but that's that was my big issue uh, i think stormheim is where i've actually had the most trouble it's because i'll think like oh i don't see it here maybe it's mm-hmm. in the cave below me and i'll jump down and then i won't be able to find my way back up when it, <laughs> yeah. there's no cave yeah what do you mean you're not playing a demon hunter like everybody's supposed to? <laughs> well, the demon hunter lets me glide down, but it doesn't let me glide up, unfortunately. No, but they've got that triple jump thing that they do. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't cover the mountains. <laughs> not quite. Mm. And some of the says Angry World Crest is pretty good too. Yeah. Oh yeah. At least we got the flight master whistle. That's like the best item. That yes, that thing is great. Yeah, I like, I like that a lot. Oh, Five minute cooldown goes by quick. <laughs> I was not aware of this thing. <laughs> I need to go get that. I saw somebody use it, and I was like, "What the heck is? How did they get a thing? How did they get a flight?" Mm-hmm. So okay, that's. I forget where it's rewarded from. I think it's. I don't, it's is it part of the order hall campaign? Yeah, when, I think you, so. when you unlock the world quest, uh, I think it's. It's just. Yeah, a, it's, it's when oh. you unlock world quests, you get mm-hmm. it. Okay, yeah, no, I haven't gotten friendly yet. I've actually finished every zone um, that I started, so uh, I'm one zone away, I think. I don't think I did Azuna yet. So You have to get friendly in Suramar, too, if you didn't do that. Yeah, I'll have to do that as well. That's uh, quick, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, that flight whistle's great. I, just, I use that all, all the time. I like that, and then the... Uh, the little grappling hook in Stormheim. Yeah, I could just spend thing. all day <laughs> flying around yeah, there. I, I agree. That's a lot of fun. It's like they made an entire zone's ability based on uh, survival hunters. Yes, yes. In fact, that's Speak. how the survival hunter thing. I see. I really haven't played much survival, so I was, I was like that. I was thinking about this, like, oh, I think survival has the ability like that. That that could be enough to draw me in and play survival. <laughs> it only works on mobs, as survival. Yeah. You know. Have you guys seen any survival hunters like out in the wild? Like No, I don't think I have. Yeah. yeah not every 
I've not seen one in any dungeons. Even when I'm doing world quests and stuff, I like I'll look and I'll see. Well, that hunter doesn't have like two pets, so I wonder if they're survival. Nope. And we're just like, it's crazy. I just don't see any of them. You know, and I see lots of hunters, and I mean, I'm not just talking about you know hanging out in the order hall. I mean, out in the world and places, I see lots of hunters. Generally, and it looks like there are a lot of beast mastery hunters. And maybe they're just because they're just more recognizable than other classes. But yeah, I don't think I've seen a single survival hunter. You're right. And, and it's you know, not even exaggerating. I haven't seen a single. <laughs> Obviously, I haven't clicked every hunter I've come across, but no. still. You know, and I'm sure, I mean, I think for one of my, I think my gnome hunter, when I get around to, to leveling him, I will probably make him uh, survival. Just because the idea of the. Yeah, that's been my plan gnome, too. Punching people in the face like that. That's, it just amuses me. So. <clears throat> Maybe you can transmog your your artifact into like a a plumber's wrench or something. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. I I not surprised. I think it'll be the lowest played spec unless they unless it somehow gets to the point where it has incredible damage somewhere down the line. I don't. And it's already it does really good single target damage. It's not as bursty and it doesn't have utilities as others, but it's of the three hunter specs, it has the max potential for single target damage. Although I'll tell you what, it, there are times in some of these dungeons with the trash where I get I almost get into melee range anyway, just because I'm a, you know, just to be in as tight as possible because I'm afraid of pulling so much extra stuff <laughs> that being at range isn't necessarily it doesn't feel like an advantage. I mean I mean, what did you guys say? So we didn't really talked about the barrage changes. I mean, they just sort of changed I, I, how it functions. They said the damage wasn't changed, but the the the, the tooltip that they said was where how they described it was now fires in a tighter cone and its visual has been improved to better show its area of effect. Um, and like I said, I feel like it pulls less stuff. I don't know if it's doing less damage as a result. I don't. I don't think it's doing less damage. Unless you are really counting on like oddly placed mobs to do your damage. Yeah, looking at the cone that it shoots out now, it can't. I don't think they shrunk it that much, did they? Like it could have been more than like five or ten degrees. It feels like. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it just felt like before it would almost had a mind of its own and would just you know reach out and you know just travel indefinitely until it hit something <laughs> there was nothing to hit and and some of that was just dungeon glitches where i know people said oh they see it shooting through walls and floors i mean i've seen it shoot out of a room like just out of an archway in a room that's always a scary feeling <laughs> well before yeah. i felt that whether i could or couldn't i felt like i could kind of control it you know by like angling myself a certain direction or or, you know, putting myself in a certain location or something like that. So I felt like I had control over it. Now I feel like I've just, like your, like your post the other day, it's just like a fire hose going off and, and all I'm doing is just holding on. Yeah, I mean, it is. So it looks a lot worse and I think it's scarier, but it actually you have just as much control over what it hits as you mm -hmm. used to. 
it's just hard to get past that visual. It's terrifying. And I think most of us have kind of trained ourselves to, if we see a stray bullet go out from Barrage, then that's when you get scared and you tend to like, oh no, and yeah. pointed it the wrong way. And now we see that constantly. So we're all terrified. Yeah. yeah every I, time you see that straight bullet, it's like, oh, please be a critter. Please be a critter. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's so when the change first happened, like I was playing at the time and mm-hmm. I thought like, oh, I must have entered a zone with just tons and tons of critters because I wasn't pulling anything, but it was going in every direction. Well, I make sure to misdirect before I hit the button, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's maybe more the other people's because uh, uh, it, it changed for everyone around you too like that mm-hmm. it, you know if you're grouped with somebody who's not familiar with hunters you s- and they're used to seeing the old animation now they just see a spray of bullets <laughs> i think uh, uh it, it's nerve-wracking for them as well because i i often group with one of my friends who's a, a tank and and he is always like oh oh wow this this is scary <laughs> um and i think it's it the, the range is also hard to get a feel for because uh, i know in halls of valor it is extremely dangerous mm-hmm. <laughs> to use uh barrage yeah and it's funny because barrage isn't new for for this expansion i just think there's something about maybe these dungeons that there's such a high concentration of, of of mobs out there that it's hard not to hit unwanted stuff i think a lot of it is misplaced or misdirected kind of uh people being upset from what they're really is bothering them as sidewinders Oh, Sidewinders Sidewind. pulls everything, and but they think oh, Barrage has a bigger animation, so maybe they like blame it on Barrage. Well, I mean, when, yeah, my my complaint wasn't just Barrage. I mean, although it seems to be the one that <laughs> it looks like it's the what do you say? It's sort of got like the most animated sort of uh, effect. But yeah, Sidewinders had been an issue too. Sidewinders is just uh, I've died to the number of birds I've pulled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just. It, I think I have finally have a feel for it, but there is no. In, I mean, it does it. Is it a cone? It, it seems like it's a cone, isn't it? Um, it's based on a cone, but it also it starts wider than it, it doesn't start at the point you're at. It goes off to the side also, so mm-hmm. it's pretty weird. And and the the other thing is, it actually, I, I I think it moves if the mob that you're targeting moves as well. So the cone actually shifts, sort of like how barrage also shifts with uh with a moving mob i think sidewinders uh, shifts as well so it it's kind of dangerous in those particular um mobs where they they jump at you and then somehow they they jump behind you and then now you're firing a sidewinders behind you <laughs> i don't know i i've just noticed a few weird glitches with that particular uh animation i don't know if you guys uh, can collaborate or corroborate this Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not to... sure if that's been much of a problem. I have missed mobs with it because it hasn't moved when they moved. And it's kind of a slow animation. So. But it's hard to say. And every time it feels a lot like kind of a crapshoot. You don't quite know what's going to happen when you cast it, who it's going to tag. <laughs> I would have thought Marksman would be so uh, inaccurate. Just... I, I know it's, it cracks me up it's like wait a minute we're supposed to be snipers hiding in the shadows and you, you know deadly accurate with these arrows and i just you know and after i did that quest in stormheim with that confrontation between gen Greymane and sylvanas where she flips up in the air backwards and then shoots him upside down 
Jeez. I want to do that. When can I do that? That's yeah, that I was think. so awesome. I love Stormheim because of the I don't I hadn't played it as Alliance and it's a little bit mm. lamer as the Alliance side, but man, that's a cool storyline and watching Sylvanas do all her stuff is awesome. Yeah, I mean so <clears throat> but I I'm enjoying Marksman for the for the most part, to be honest with you. I mean, even though this getting used to the idea of just shooting everything. <laughs> somewhat indiscriminately but uh but it is fun it's not a bad it's 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 a pretty good spec at this point i like both i like beast mastery as well so i look forward to seeing the artifact knowledge ramp up and you know getting to a point where i can start you know sort of power leveling that that artifact weapon i like having the two pets out at once and i like the fact that you can make hattie look like you know one of your other pets is nice yeah i'm uh you know despite complaints about it, about the changes i'm still having fun with it it's a lot better once you get your golden traits too i can't wait to get the third one it's going to increase like that's the single target damage so much mm. <clears throat> yeah how far along so you've got what two traits open i'm trying to think what we've got what do you how far are you on yours for uh marksmanship delirium um i'm working on my 20th i have mine at 19 right now so i have two uh two golden traits yeah i'm on 19 as well i think my next one costs like thirty thousand points oh, wow. <laughs> yeah i was just looking at it i've got like fifteen thousand, and i was like oh maybe i'm getting close nope <laughs> not even halfway Well, do we have any other like tips for people that are still still going through? Because it is still kind of a new expansion to everybody. We've only been here for like a week and a half. I'd say the biggest thing is, and this probably doesn't apply to anybody who's listening to a World of Warcraft podcast, mm-hmm. uh, probably already knows to do this, but just make sure you look up guides because there's not enough in-game to tell you what you need to be doing or what like the you know the next step is, how to how to get stuff. So if you're not looking at guides, there's a good chance you'll miss huge things that yes, can be there super is. helpful. Like your order hall campaign. Or like, you know, <laughs> that you can uh, don't have to take a flight path to your order hall. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that was me. I I yeah, PSA, uh Taran lady uh in uh, near the flight path in Dalaran across uh, you know, across the middle there. She's uh <laughs> teleport i didn't know that until yeah she's great although outside of that i you kind of stuck with some flight paths no i mean well you can take the dollar yeah. portal and yes. then turn around and and go directly to her or dollar um hearthstone whatever right and i i do that plenty of times i do the, the dollar and mm-hmm. uh, hearthstone and, and all that oh <clears throat> if, if you haven't chosen it yet don't take the hunter flight paths yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, we should, yeah, we haven't talked about that with the, what you can do with the order hall and what the best ones to choose are. If you do a lot in Suramar, you can use because there's that one flight path to the north where uh, where the main hub is for the Night Fallen, Night Hold, what are they called? I don't know what the faction is. Anyway, Night Fallen, yeah. Night Fallen, yeah, they uh so you can use your flight path port the flight master's whistle to get back there from pretty much anywhere 
in Suramar, unless you take the path with the uh, or the hunter's flight paths, in which Eagle case you'll be in the middle of nowhere on top of a mountain and can't get anywhere useful. Mm-hmm. And they don't yeah they don't make a complete circle. They don't go anywhere you care to go. It's it's a waste. I wish I would have taken the other one, and I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I regret taking it too. It's just um. See, when I tried it on beta, like they didn't have the flight master whistle then, mm-hmm. so uh, there was like moments where it was useful to have those extra flight paths. But now it just gets in the way because now I find myself I'm like, well, I know there's an eagle flight path there, so I'm gonna have to mount up and ride for a bit. So when I use my whistle, I don't get ported right, to the wrong. Exactly. And there, and you know what? I thought these hunter only flight paths. I thought they're supposed to be like express lanes or something. Or just like like really fast, or just some benefit, but they're they're slower than taking regular flight mm-hmm. paths because you have to fly around the continent instead of through it. You know what I mean? Like if you want to get yeah. from one side of the continent to the other, mm-hmm. it goes the long way around the continent instead of going directly through. I guess if you don't have access to any kind of slow fall or goblin glider or anything like that then you can use those feathers. But from the yeah, vast majority of players, I think you've already got something like Goblin Glider, so you don't need the feathers from the flight paths. Yeah. I think they could fix it if they just connected those flight paths to the normal flight paths. Or even to Dalaran. Yeah. Or just made it a portal like they have in Dalaran or something. Just do it like that. I mean, perhaps. Other than that choice, I think the other ones are kind of there's there's no there's not really any wrong choices there. I mean, um, I guess that the first one I wouldn't bother if if you haven't done the, the choice yet, I wouldn't bother taking that upgraded quest rewards um, because yeah, I took that and it was fine in the beginning, I suppose. But uh, yeah, other than that, the it's not going to help you in the end, though, to get into no. heroics or anything. So that's no, the it's problem. not. So I would go for the other one, and then I would just do them as soon as you can. You can so that. I mean, well, I don't know if you're going to be that lucky, but the last one is to equip two legendaries. So you want to get to that as soon as you can, just in oh. case you are lucky. True, <laughs> but it, it's like a takes 21 days i think to get that one yeah right so it'd be worth getting order. rid of your it'd be worth getting rid of your quest reward upgrade one first because that's only mm-hmm. a day and just switch to the other one which is actually really useful it's a 20 percent increased chance on the first mission you do every day and that's really helpful for the dungeon and raid missions Yeah, I don't think I can think of anything else big that I wish I would have done better or differently. No, not too much. Like I said, just wish I would have started on the the order call campaign, like just focused on that right away, just to get that done. Because there's some, just that that third artifact yeah, slot is the huge. big is yeah. the it's the big reward there. It's a big set of eye level damage and upgrade. But like I said, it's it doesn't take that long to do. I mean, there's some some missions, you know, some order hall missions that take a while 
they're like on a 12 hour timer so it's going to take a day or two to get those done yeah. if you go on your quest log anything that's listed under hunter campaign i think it's called mm -hmm. just make sure you do those as soon as you can yeah. um and then your artifacts like on the unlocking order um in the beginning it's not such a huge deal but well, it kind of is because it has implications down the road, but you should really plan out ahead of time what you're going to take because respecking it is just its not really worth it. Yeah. I was watching Roger's stream yesterday, and he did something that I didn't quite catch, and I want to say it was respecking on his weapon, but he said he lost 17,000, and I didn't catch the word if it was resources or or artifact power things yeah. or powerpoints or whatever it was but he was kind of upset because he kind of thought i guess that um that they would kind of revert back so he would right. still have some mm -hmm. or some. yeah that's rough if you went the wrong way yeah. i distinctly remember it was seventeen thousand though because that's that's a lot so yeah and you got to be careful too because there's no confirmation when you click one so when you get to the point where you're spending like a hundred thousand points on a trait, just be very careful where you click when you open yeah. that interface yeah. up. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, that would be a unfortunate mistake. <laughs> oh, and as soon as you level up, like the first thing you should do, the very first thing is go start your artifact knowledge work orders. Yes. Oh yeah, those are oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because those take a long time to to get through as well. Yeah, I, I did do that. Like as soon as I hit 110 and was able to do that, I was like one of the things. As soon as that became available, I ran over there and clicked on that and have been doing it ever since. In fact, I think mine will come due to my second one. Will second research note will come due tomorrow. So. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. I mean, I mean, I know Bendek, you leveled really quick. Like you were one ten within what a few hours <laughs> of Not playing. A few it. hours. It was like, no, I was actually kind of. Well, I was okay. I was fast, but I was slow for the people who did it in the first day. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that. But uh, Roger did yeah, in six. So six hours. Yep. I don't even know how that's possible. But yeah, no, I wasn't six hours. I was more like. 12 probably that's still pretty good i mean yeah <clears throat> i mean i came home from work tuesday evening and then you know just played you know tuesday evening and a better part of wednesday and <clears throat> and then i don't think i was able to play thursday so anyway I, I hit 110 on that that first saturday which felt slow but i mean it was but it wasn't too bad i mean we had someone in our one person in our guild do you think who got there 110 like within the on that first day and then most people were around thursday friday <clears throat> yeah there's really no reason to rush i just did it because it was like ah, oh, new expansion go crazy mm -hmm. yeah i thought it was fun i had fun leveling more I than could. i expected to i really love the artifact quests they're a little hard but they're so interesting storylines and I really loved Felshara and the cinematics and everything. They really, really turned this whole game around for me, this expansion. 
Yeah, the, all the quests, the stories, and like just because so much of it's voice now too. Like, you, it seemed like you, even if you're not really into the lore, you you pick up a lot more of what's going on. Oh yeah, yeah I, like I I had no idea about all this Malfurion and Illidan stuff. Like seeing that yeah. story has been really interesting. I think the voice acting helps a lot with that because you don't have to read the quest. You can just mm -hmm. run off and hear it and stuff. And the voice acting is so good. Yeah, I mean, even the world quests have voice acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite is, uh, there's the character's name, Javi out in Stormheim. Because I'm pretty sure the guy they got to do that was the one who does the, Who's that character from the the Clone Wars and Rebels, Hondo Onaka? And I mean, he doesn't even disguise his voice to be any different than than what he does for that character. So I don't know, made me laugh. I, I enjoyed that. But yeah, I know. I think this this has a chance to be one of their probably one of their best expansions that they've done. You know, it's always I always hesitate to declare that. You know, yeah, within the first couple of weeks. Warlords I, was a lot of fun leveling in the first week or two. It was. It and was. And everybody hated it and quit the game. So I don't know. Although I think people, I don't know. I was, I was, if I had had more time, I was going to go back and try and listen to like our first episode when after Warlords was released just to see kind of how we all felt about it. But my sense is I think there was a lot of what you just said and a lot of feeling that, you know what, these garrisons have the potential to get really old really quick. Which is what I think the problem ended up a big part of the problem was, and I don't know, I just get a different vibe, a different feeling about Legion right now than I did about Warlords of Draenor. Yeah, yeah they got so much content on the horizon already too, like the mm -hmm. Karazhan dungeon. They have they have that extra raid in between the two yes, raids for yes. this tier, and like if they keep doing that stuff, like adding new dungeons and mini raids, and they spread it out a lot too, then it's I mean. Well, that's kind good. of been the thing. They've got to spread it out. Yeah. They're not spreading it. They're they're shoveling so much at us already mm -hmm. that I'm not even trying to rush through any of it because I don't want to burn out already. There's just, you know, and we've already got the dungeons and then the raids coming and everything else. So right. they need to slow down. Well, well I mean, it, uh, the night, uh, what's like the night hold, I think it's called, that, that raid, I think it's not going to come out until like, January or February? Yeah, probably. right. It's gonna be after the new year, right? That's I mean, good. yeah, because uh, BRF came out way too fast after High Mom. Mm -hmm. Well, so it's, I, think we'll get... I mean, people are playing as much around Christmas because you've got family that are demanding your time, and you got to go traveling and stuff like that. And then you've got BlizzCon, and nobody's gonna be playing that week because everybody's gonna be paying attention to BlizzCon or traveling there. And I don't know. I do think, though, that probably our first podcast after Warlords launched was complaining about all the all the DDS and all that kind of thing. Oh, um, yeah, it was a pretty rough launch. <laughs> I forgot about that, yeah. So, yeah, the, the 7.1 should be on the PTR soon. And from yeah. what it sounded like, what they were talking about, um, what Watcher was talking about in that interview... They did, um, or the Q and A. It sounds like there's going to be some like mechanical changes to some classes. So I don't know if hunters are going to see anything. 
just because you remember they had that rape oh, revenge rape survival, had, right? They had the ask for the rape survival. <laughs> no, they had that feedback thread for they did, yes, hunters and warlocks. So I don't know if anything's going to come of that, but if they do anything, I just hope they're careful and they don't like redo everything again just no. because then we have to go through more bugs and more balancing and some nice tweaks would be fine especially i think one part they could focus on maybe is like talents like maybe change some of the talents or improve them or try to make some of the tiers more have more choice instead of changing like the base gameplay like people if people complaining about bm being too simple why don't you add just one or two talents that would take talents that no one's taking now and change those into talents that maybe add that to the spec instead of changing it all, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think that's, I think if that was one place to focus would be the talent trees would be a place where they, they could make some changes, you know, uh, remove some things that are, remove some dead, dead wood there and, and add some new things or even make some mechanical changes there. I think that's, that's probably the best place they could go. <clears throat> that way it wouldn't be too drastic and hopefully you know, some of the changes would be a little bit more optional, perhaps, you know, rather than changing sort of the base base class, the base spec. Yeah. I mean, I miss sure the marksmanship old... could use some marksmanship could use some uh competition in some of those tiers too, I think. They could. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> I mean the volley barrage crows tier could probably use some rework, perhaps. Because no one seems to be too happy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, some balancing for sure. No one really seems to be too happy with barrage. I mean, I miss the old folly, the way it worked well, mechanically. I, I liked the, I, I don't, I liked it when it was a channeled ability, but you actually could place the, you know, you had that little target reticle, and you could just put that down and you know, put the AOE where you wanted it to be. Yeah, the the new volley, like since it does spend focus, it is buffed by mastery for mm -hmm. marksmanship. It's not like a terrible choice for dungeons, just especially if you don't want to worry about barrage pulling yeah. stuff and just put on that free free extra damage. Yeah, I'm gonna give. I think I might try that the next time I step into a dungeon. <clears throat> is give volley a little bit of a go just just to take a look. And I think they buffed crows right before launch too, didn't they? But they only buffed it for marksmanship. So that's, I mean, probably on on paper it's less still, but. I yeah, think it's pretty still, strong single target. I, it's it's pretty bad compared to I mean, barrage single target is really strong, and it fits really well with mm -hmm. uh, the sidewinders yeah. patient sniper rotation. So yeah, and it's just really hard for something like crows to compete. I'm guessing patient sniper could maybe use some kind of alternative. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of. I don't really understand the mindset of the developers. I mean, obviously, I don't know what's going on in their brains, but it seemed like Patient Sniper should have been the entire spec. That should have been how the spec worked, and the alternate to that, the three-stack thing, should have been a talent. Because it's like, I don't know, having one talent that completely changes the spec's play, like it's a, I don't know, to me it makes it seem, it's a 180-degree different uh, rotation with or without patient sniper, so they don't even seem related. Yeah. So yeah, I'd, I'd love to see some something happen on that tier. Cool. Well, we're coming so up on the game. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go do some more world quests. We, we, we've come up in like a almost an hour and a half here, which is cool. And you know, it's like I said, I'm starting to get those withdrawal <laughs> symptoms for the okay, new Okay, so hold up your hands. How many of you were doing your your app during the during the show? I just have the game on during the show. I, I, I peeked at <laughs> I peeked at the app and then I did, at some point I logged in here just to take a look. Downloaded a couple of those add-ons we talked to and that got that world quest map going. It's yeah, I completed a mission. <laughs> looks like there's a lot going on there. Yeah. But it's nice. It's nice and convenient. So that's it is that is a pretty good add-on that we you know. When you open up your world map, yeah, it shows you like the zone and it's got all the quests and rewards neatly organized in there. That's pretty cool. And just click on them and it'll it'll add it to your tracker and then you can see them on your flight path map. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yep, there's a quest out there to get some boots, which I might go ahead out and do. It's 820 plus, but, you know, there's always a chance that you get that roll of the dice and, you know, who knows what it'll end up being. I've got a lot of world quests for gold right now, which is not ideal. Yeah, I don't. I only bother with those if I'm like, if they're right beside another one that I'm doing or I'm passing mm -hmm. through, and it's easy. It's sad to say that Warlords has just changed how I look at gold. Like I look at that, I'm like ninety gold. That's nothing. Not worth my time flying over there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, <laughs> and maybe they don't want to add to the inflation, but that's just sort of where it is. I mean, you know. We're at the point where I don't know how much gold it would have to be to be worthwhile. You know, maybe a thousand. I'm not even sure if that would be enough to. Uh, that'd probably be enough. Oh, to that would be, be, be a thousand be gold enough. would make me enough to would make me go out there. But <laughs> and even buying stuff on the auction house. I mean, there's just not that much I've been looking to buy yet. Yeah, I haven't had stuff much available. I've sold a lot of BOEs mm -hmm. and a lot of obliterum. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Obliterium, uh, whatever that stuff is, but uh, and it sells great. So I, uh, but there's just nothing to spend the gold on yet. I haven't seen trinkets I can buy or rings I can buy. Even enchants are hard to come by on my server. So hopefully we'll have some stuff soon. All right. Well, look. On that note, I guess you have been listening to episode 245 of the Hunting Party podcast. I am Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from thrillofthewild.com and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. And I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. All right. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, or Stitcher, or at our RSS feed to your reader, and these links will be available in our show notes. If you have a question or a topic you would like us to discuss on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. All right. Stay thirsty, my friends, and remember, remember to drink your dark brew lager. Siempre festal la emoción de los Keep your eyes on the beast. Dark lady, watch over you. <laughs> I like that one. A life stealer. That's just the cost of being awesome sauce. Yeah.
MM and SD. I can rock out any tree. Never worried about my threat. Cause I've got FD and misdirect. Catching loose mobs in my traps. I never miss. Now let's begin with Illidan, Osirian, and Gilgadim, Magdamar, Ascalor, Gruul, Cthulhu, and Razorgore, Onyxia to Ragnaros, which one have we killed the most? Kel'Thuzad to Malagos, we even killed the Kama's ghost. 